Hello and welcome to Trashy Trashy. My name is Erica and there will be no new episode this week. We had some personal loss and we will be re-releasing an old episode. We will be back next week with a new episode. We really appreciate your patience with us and hug your loved ones, hug your pets tight. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on today's trashiest news stories and a look at all the garbage people of the week. My name is Erica Curry. And I'm Cassandra Cardenas. And we are your ever-present host, Cast. <laughs> Sounds sarcastic, as if we are not present, which is fair. Cast, yep. why are you trash this week? Ooh, well, I, uh, I'm in therapy, as uh, I think everyone should be. And, you know, in the COVID-19 crisis, uh, therapy is virtual. And so, I mean, it's been virtual since March, but lately I've just kind of taken to setting up a ring light. I don't want to say lately. Most of the time, I always just make sure I'm really well lit. But now that like the configuration of my office, I have a ring light set up for therapy because while it is unethical for my therapist to be attracted to me, I still still want to look attractive to my therapist. And maybe we should discuss this, but I'd rather die than discuss it. So <laughs> Cass, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I know. I was worried about talking about it. Should we get into this a little bit further? I that's mean, we need playing like a therapist. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just nice to have a man who listens. That's fair. Bam, take that, boys. Gosh, why are you trash this week, Erica? One time at college, I was a camp counselor for an orientation camp called Camp Cowboy and yeehaw. I yeehaw and I caught a possum with my bare hands and a t-shirt, put it in a box, and then put it in the lead counselor's cabin. And then that that possum obviously started making noise and woke them up early. This was like four o'clock in the morning. I should have been asleep. This is a prank. This was a prank that I did. Yeah. I caught a feral possum with my bare ass hands and then <laughs> put it in a cabin. And then later we set that possum free because we were being, I was being an asshole Mm -hmm. by keeping it and we watched it waddle away and we're pretty sure that it was pregnant so i might have <gasps> traumatized a really really pregnant possum oh my god erica <laughs> but if you look up legend in the camp cowboy dictionary a photo of my face is there well, then it was all worth it in the end. Even without knowing that story, if I had a, a feral possum that I needed to take care of, you would probably be my second phone call. My That's brother would be my first one. Mm -hmm. And then when he inevitably didn't answer his phone, because he just doesn't answer his phone, which is not that that sounds bad. My brother will answer my phone calls. It's okay. Um, anyway, um, um, <laughs> let's unpack that. No, 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 please. <laughs> but you would be my second phone call. I'd be like, you know what? Who might like before I go to YouTube, who might know how to deal with this is mm -hmm. Erica Curry. You pop off your sweaty camp t-shirt. You did it shirtless. I have like a tank top on underneath my. Oh yeah. Camp. We got a layer back in the day. I, I forgot we that this is from the early 2000s. You never had more than one shirt on or sorry, fewer than one shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I popped the t-shirt off, caught the possum with my hands, flipped it upside down and then went, oh shit, what do I do now? G can you imagine the person who came up with the camisole? They were like, listen to this. 
I'm going to convince these idiots that they need this and that you can't, that, like, you just always need to have one of these under your already your shirt. This is going to be brilliant. Yeah, there are A-frames for women. A-frames for Oh, that's funny. It's known by their trashy name as wife beaters, which we don't do that anymore. Uh-uh, we don't, we don't beat women anymore. Speaking of women, let's get into our first story this week. Now, this story is a fucking doozy. Like, we're coming in hot, okay? According to Gazelle, thegazellenews.com, not just Gazelle News, thegazellenews.com, a uh, a prostitute, which do we use the word sex worker? That's we better, right? sex worker now. Okay. Yeah. We're I just want to say that the gazellenews.com used prostitute a lot, but... Uh, we're going to we're going to we're going to do right. A sex worker was killed by officers of the Detroit Police Department on Saturday, May 30th. And according to an autopsy re- report, the dead sex worker, Loretta Moore, was infected with rabies, which is my worst nightmare. Being infected with rabies? Yes, I have um had a re- I have a reoccurring nightmare where one of my dogs gets bit by a like some uh, like a raccoon or something with rabies and then i like are they fight or whatever and then i try to break up the fight and then the raccoon bites me too and then all that goes through my head and my heart is like thinking your dog is about to die and you're about to have a really 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 bad 72 hours because like the the process to get rabies out of your system from what i understand like the shit that goes through like you like hallucinate all kinds of weird stuff like rabies is no joke oh my god i had no idea i mean i I just know it makes you foam at the mouth and go a little nut. I well, mean, that's- it makes animals foam at the mouth and go a little nuts. But like with humans, I mean, I guess it, you can get to there, but like it didn't, it like eats your brain or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what rabies does, but I'm just- talking to number one farm girl, Erica Curry, and she doesn't know what rabies does. I don't know shit about rabies. That's fair. It is not a fear of mine. Okay. Well, it is an irrational fear of mine. I because I just I I don't know if I'm afraid of getting rabies or if I'm afraid of hallucinating due to rabies and also knowing that at the end my dad my dog is dead. Anyways, this isn't even the most Im- important part. Well, it's an important part, but it's not even the, the craziest part. When they did the autopsy, because she ha- okay, so she was looked possessed by a demon, and she was extremely aggressive and violent, and they ended. That's up- according to the police. According to the police, they tased her and then she was shot 17 times. And when they did an autopsy on Miss Monroe, they found she had eaten a dozen human penises. There was (laughs) digestion of a dozen human penises in her system. Yeah. So 12 penises. They found at least seven of the guys. They're looking to, to, to find the other ones. I mean... It's not like they're going to get their dicks back, but at least they're like piecing together who lost it. I've always said you can't uneat a dick. <laughs> I've always said that. You're right. You have always said that. <laughs> um, I have it in a cross stitch. Yeah. <laughs> if you up in our home. Oh my God. If there was ever a t-shirt that this podcast needed, it's that one. You can't uneat a dick. Yeah. Well, so then they they did the research on her like brain and all this stuff, and they they're assuming that she's had rabies for over a year, which means that there's probably 
a slew of people missing penises. That's what they're assuming. So this, you know, this article was quick to point out like that everyone was accusing it was of a, a police brutality kind of moment because they tased her a bunch of times and shot her 17 times. But now that they're finding out that she had a belly full of dicks, they're like, oh, um, <laughs> um, maybe it was good that we killed her. Now, so. are there other people in Detroit with rabies from this, from her biting them? Yeah, do you get rabies if your dick gets bitten off? I I think rabies is an oral, like a biting saliva. saliva yeah, that, uh, yeah. No, I get it. That makes sense to me. So if you if you have any tips pertaining to this story and know anyone in Detroit with rabies, please contact Trashy Trashy Podcast and we will we'll I make don't sure know. it gets in the appropriate hands. Yeah, we'll make sure it gets to the right place. This I mean, like, look, everything about this article is fucked up, but boy oh boy did it make me laugh this morning reading it. So Trash Trash City, here we are. Here we are. Uh, our next story. Oh, that was a bad transition. Speaking of Trash City, oh God, that's not good either. Well, I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, BBC.com reports that there was an Egyptian tomb unearthed in Saqqara, and they found four. How many? They found a bunch of mummies that have been buried for like twenty five thousand years or twenty five hundred years. Excuse me. The Earth hasn't even been around for twenty five thousand years. Am I right? <laughs> High five, flat Earth. Yep. Oh, young uh, Earth. I should say young Earth. Hashtag young Earth. <clears throat> so I got a question, Erica. Why is this trashy? Because I was. I mean, this was interesting for sure. But like, how? Dare you make me read the news? I think this is trash because we should leave these esophagi or these sarcophagi the fuck alone. It is 2020. It has gone off the rails. I do not need us opening up a coffin that we've discovered and having mummies escape or put curses on this world. Okay. Literally, you and your obsession with the dead being able to do things that the dead can't do, such as make phone calls or be like angry secret mummies, it shakes me to my very core. You're literally bringing this up because you think that 2020 might end in some sort of Egyptian zombie attack because of this. Yes, I think we should leave it the hell alone, put them back where we found them, and just act like it never happened and then say, hey, we're sorry, Iris and Ra and all the other Egyptian gods. Like, we're so sorry. We're here to to make amends and let us be done. It looks like total they found 23 of these coffins. That's too many. That's too many. You know, when people ask or when people comment on 2020 and something bad happens, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. Well, it can't get any worse. Or coronavirus. I like all these things. Anyone who's ever said this year, well, it can't get any worse. My response is, yes, it can. Because it has. So while I am horrified at the idea of zombies, and I think that we all know that, and this is so scary that you would even bring that up, and I don't think it's real, I'm not going to put it, I'm not going to rule it out as a possibility. What if this is the thing? What if this has all been leading up and we are opening the seven seals of the biblical Christian apocalypse? (laughs) 
You know, okay, so here's a dark thing that I uh, talk to my roommate about sometimes, and I feel like I don't want to like will it into existence by saying it so many times, but I feel like I'm just doing some mental preparation. But you know, like how like they're trying to make a vaccine happen very fast and conveniently maybe before the election. I keep thinking to myself, what if, because you know, the first people who are going to get that vaccine are going to be your first responders and uh, your doctors and stuff. I keep thinking, what if we all just like look back on 2020 and go, oh, yeah. I remember 2020. That was the year all the doctors died. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Cass. That just terrified the shit out of me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't see it out of the realm of possibility. You do not see Dr. Curry making it into the mix. That would be horrifying because that's what would happen is we would have to take everyone would rush to get into the medical field to like make up the absence. Yeah. My mom was a nurse, and so I feel like that's enough medical training for me to definitely like like, help in crisis. We're the old-timey doctors of, I mean, we know more just between us about like first aid (laughs) than doctors knew in like the 1700s. Sure. (laughs) So that's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. I mean, if if fucking mummy zombies can happen, then this sure as fuck will happen first. Oh, my God. Let this year be over. Speaking of let this year be over, according to Fox23.com, the Florida uh, Florida teachers are complaining to um, the parents of their students that they're teaching remotely to please stop walking past the camera half naked or drinking or smoking while your kids are in school. Florida parents have appeared half-dressed, drinking or smoking in their kids' virtual classrooms. It's prompted Boca Raton elementary teachers to speak up during a meeting. Edith Pride, who sounds like a cunt. (laughs) There is nothing about that name that makes me think she is polite to service workers. Miss Pride? Yeah, no, Edith Pride can't be nice. She was one of the first to make a comment, make it public. She has said that she has seen parents smoking cigarettes and big joints. Biggest cigars, it even says. Joints as big as cigars, among other things. They've seen parents in their drawers, their bras, and everything else, she said. You know what? I don't like to take the side of Floridian parents, Mm -hmm. but like- Can we fucking live, please? I'm in the privacy of my own goddamn home. I shall wear- I'm just doing my best. It's the apocalypse, almost. (laughs) This is the year all the doctors die, okay? So, like, can I- I, I'm not gonna fucking put pants on if I need to run and, you know, chase my weird dog past the screen while my dumbass kid is on fucking Zoom learning Florida education. Just, can we live? And she made the excuse, she said- well, it wasn't an excuse, but she made the point, I suppose, that this might expose certain children to things that they're not used to seeing, such as, I guess, kids with parents that don't drink at noon versus kids that do have parents that drink at noon. <laughs> like, fucking welcome to the real world, kids. <laughs> yeah. A, you're in Florida. Yeah. Like, I excuse me that you're not being exposed to that. What have you not been exposed to already? Florida, there's, man. There's kids in Florida who have been exposed to more than we have. Yeah, especially <laughs> in elementary school. I would like to meet the people that are smoking joints as big as cigars because they sound like a damn good time. I feel like Edith Pride is being fucking dramatic and I think that they're just smoking cigars, but also smoking cigars in your underwear in your house. Are you insane? That's a god 
given right. I mean, it kind of like, as I was like listing it off, it kind of sounded dope. You know, like there's something very powerful about that. Mm-hmm. So I really, I will say this. Don't expose yourself to kids. Of course. Of course. Do not. We are not condoning that. But at the same time, you're in your own home. Live your life. Live your life, damn it. We're sorry that the Wi-Fi in your house is the best in the sex dungeon. That's not your fault. That's not your fault. And little Timmy has to learn his addition and multiplication. Yeah, blame AT&T. For the good Wi-Fi? For the bad Wi-Fi. I, yeah. I feel you there. We're spectrum in this household and it is We're spectrum a- here as well. It's just I feel like now that I've been doing all these like virtual things, now I suddenly know that people with AT&T have bad internet and that is not something I knew before nor cared to know. I never thought that I would feel grateful for Spectrum because it is by and large one of the worst companies I've ever had to deal with in my life and suddenly I feel like I have an advantage over people. Yeah, I want to suck Spectrum's dick just because it's like so decent compared to other people's Wi-Fi. Well, be careful because you can't uneat that dick. You can't uneat a dick as we all. <laughs> Again, oh, I'll refer you God. to my needle points. You can't uneat a dick. Yeah, showing up with a trashy, trashy Twitter will be um, decorative pillows that says you can't uneat that dick. I usually like to talk about everything, anything, and sometimes nothing. I love to have really cool guests on my podcast. Love talking about everything, anything, and nothing. Yada, yada, yada. Please join me when you want to hear about everything, anything, and nothing. It's a great way to kind of not know about what's coming next. Speaking of dicks, do you like that one? I loved it. Okay. According to the New York Post, Gucci is selling denim overalls with a grass stain effect, and they are going for a whopping $1,400. Perfect for the posers who just want to look rugged but are really just rich, says the article. I mean, these overalls look like shit. They are not stylish. No, there's like nothing cool about them at all. They look like overalls that I would have had when I was working on the farm. Which looks, uh, yeah. Okay, so then they talk to this, what is this farmer woman's name? I like, was it Erica Curry? (laughs) (laughs) Who's the farmer that they, uh, oh, Lauren Gitlin, who runs a dairy farm. She said that the biggest like splurge that she, you know, got was insulated Carthart overalls, which are around 70 bucks. But then she said that if she got a pair of these Gucci overalls, she would sell them on eBay for the money because she needs the money. And that if Gucci really wants them to look authentic, they should smear some shit on them or add some shit smears as well. This is a hot H-A-U-T-E mess. Nice. You know, so they pointed out the fact that the, the grass stains are on the calf and not the knees, which is just they're not even in the right place. You're making that had to be on purpose because there's just that seems like such a big mistake to make. Yeah, I think it was like fashion over function. They weren't thinking about where it actually would have been affected. They just wanted to make like this statement. No, as they smoked joints the size of cigars, they said, why don't we give them these shitty looking 
farm overalls, people who don't even like think about farmers. I used to get grass stains on my stuff and I did not, uh, I did not associate with farms, but I was a big, uh, jump off the swing kid. Yeah. And that was a good way to get. Is that a tomboy thing to jump off swings? I think so. Oh. You got to impress the boys and let them know that you want to basically be one while still trying to impress them because you want them to like you. Don't remember that being my motivation. Would you like to unpack that? (laughs) I guess we need to. (laughs) I jumped off the swings because that shit was fun. However, I remember that if you swang swang it don't sure. mean a thing if it ain't got, ain't that, got swing. that swing swing if if you were if you're swinging uh-huh. swinging and you're at the same like place as a, a boy that was like everyone would be like you're married you're married yeah. you're married and so i remember that always being the goal is mm-hmm. to get married with like whatever boy I have a crush on. And then as soon as I'm married, go, no, ew, and then fly off the swings <laughs> as if I would rather catapult to my own death than be married to young Josh, six yeah. years old. <laughs> That's so poetic of like 17th and 18th century literature where women would just walk into the ocean to kill themselves. <laughs> That's the modern day. I broke my arm in the second grade because we had a jungle gym and it looked like the letter J where it was like a string and then it had like an extension coming down. Okay. So basically- When you say a string, do you just mean like bars? Bars. Okay. So it was bars in one direction and then intersecting in the middle was a platform with more bars that went in a downward angle. And so the goal was to stand on one platform. I'm explaining this terribly. I mean, I got it when you said a J, but keep going. So the goal was to stand on platform and then jump to the furthest bar that you could. Mm -hmm. And so before school started in the morning, it was a dewy fall morning. So Mm. the bars were covered. The dewy Oklahoma bar. Dewy Oklahoma bar. And I made it to the fifth bar, which is the furthest bar that a girl had gotten to. And I grabbed it with my little hands. And then the dew said, "Uh uh-uh. And I fell and broke my right arm when I was in the second grade. I made it to the fifth bar. Wow. So impressed to this day. I mean, that's feminism for you guys. You get as far as any woman has gotten and then the world brings you down. The world punishes you. All do. Speaking of being punished, Cass, what is the average amount of money that you spend on a wedding gift? Mm, like a hundred bucks. Okay. Maybe. It depends. It, it really depends. Anywhere from 40 to a hundred dollars. Yeah. Spend. I think that's pretty fair. Pretty average. Yeah. However, I didn't like that was a weird question to ask because I'm like, what if someone who I bought a wedding gift for listens to this and then I go, oh, geez, like I get the cheapest thing on the registry. And then they're like, fucking bitch. Fucking you know? bitch. I, I served you plated chicken and you got me the cheapest thing on the registry. I, yeah. Well, you wanted a fucking $30 oil decanter, olive oil decanter from someone, didn't you? Exactly. According to Fox5NewYork.com, a couple had tears of food and beverage rewards depending on how much your wedding gift cost. Yeah. So the tiers were up to 250, 250 between and 500, 500 to 1000, 
and then a thousand to twenty five hundred. Which holy fucking shit. Do people is like do I not know the right people that there's a world out there where you get a thousand dollar wedding gifts? That's my first thought too, because it was like up to twenty five hundred dollars. And I'm like, what did you put on your registry that costs twenty five hundred dollars? A KitchenAid mixer is the only reason I would get married. Fuck yeah. No, you want to get those like ran I wanted to get a like a one of those Dutch oven things, the cruet oh. Dutch ovens that are like La so Crusette. nice. La Crusette. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like two, three hundred bucks or something like that. You get we, a good one? We have one. <gasps> Do you? We do. We have a red one. Oh my God, Erica. It's nice. Fucking here I am. I just have like a stainless steel Dutch oven, like a fucking idiot. I'm not allowed to cook with it because I don't know how to clean it properly. <laughs> I dated someone like that, but you know what? <laughs> I'm better for it because now I know how to clean a cast iron. <laughs> do you use soap on your cast iron? No. You can if it's seasoned right. I don't. That's fair. I feel uh, like that ex-boyfriend will be looming in the corner uh, trying to make me feel bad about it. <laughs> you're not cleaning wait. it right and you're ugly. Yeah. No, I can't do it. This wedding invite made its way onto the Reddit forum wedding shaming and it showed their their tiered system. If you donated a gift over $2,500, that was considered the platinum gift. And it was, you were able to opt in for a two pound lobster and a souvenir champagne goblet. Sounds like you're fucking spending more on these like treats than like anything else. So two, up to 250 which is where I would, where you and I would live. Yeah. We have the option of roast chicken and swordfish. And 250 to 500. Chicken. Yeah, chicken please. Thank you. Chicken please. Um, swordfish? Yeah. 250 to 500 granted sliced steak and poached salmon or, you know, the lower tier food. And then 500 to 1000, you could pick anything from before or get filet mignon and lobster tails. But yes, as you mentioned that over 2500 that platinum level. 2 pound lobster. Can I can I say some real shit right now? Yeah. Lobster? Juice is not worth the squeeze. It is too hard to fucking eat. It's too hard to eat. It's a sweet meat, and I think it's not fucking worth it. It's a sea insect. Well, now, there's plenty of sea insects that we eat. Do you? Would you say that the lobster is the most egregious one? Because I would argue that, like, the shrimp or crawfish is, which, by the way, shrimp and crawfish, fucking delicious. Mm-hmm, and worth it. Easy enough to prepare. You just get a regular-ass lobster- or lobster tail, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's so fucking fancy. Like, oof. And then it's like, I don't know how to eat this shit. I feel like I just paid fucking $18 for a lobster. $18. I'm sorry. I'm saying $18, and which is how much it costs to add a lobster tail to what I'm probably already getting, which is like a steak. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much lobster tail is by itself because I never even go down that road. You just paid all this money to eat like half of it because you don't know how to get to the rest of it. And it's just buttery and greasy. And you're like, I don't know. It's not very romantic just to like, oh, wow, your eyes look beautiful tonight. You shell it for me. I'd send it back to the kitchen and be like, excuse me. The skin yeah. is still on this bone. Like, yeah, I'd rather fucking get a, like, a, literally a hot, steaming side plate of just a pile of white lobster meat. Like, not even, no, nothing nice about it. I'd rather have that than you serve me that fucking tail. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it. It looks, it's so much effort to build the god, like, to deconstruct the goddamn thing. I don't care for it. 
I think it's garbage. And I think people think they're fancy when they order it and they look like idiots. Yep. Fuck you. Fuck you, lobster people. <laughs> Fuck you and your lobster tails. Yeah, look, I live in Maine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to come from Maine like that. I don't I'm think we bitter. have any listeners in Maine, so we're No, okay. then look, I'm in Maine. I like lobster, and I don't even listen to Treasure Treasure Podcast. Because I'm too busy deconstructing and eating my lobster. <laughs> Erica made a face. You guys can't see that because this is a uh, audio medium, but it was very funny. Speaking of audio mediums, according to SportingNews.com, which sounds fake, one of uh, the more interesting aspects of the 2020 seasons of all sports, um, but in this case we're talking about football, is that there are no fans in the majority of the stadiums. And to counter this, broadcasts have been using fake crowd noise to simulate what fans would sound like if they were there. From what I, I know... The Dodgers, they like literally like play it in the stadium. I don't know if they're doing that with football. They must be. So it's not quite like a laugh track where only we hear it, you know? I think that the athletes hear it too. But on the Eagles game, Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday, whoever is behind the controls, they hit the boo button on Carson Wentz, who is the the Eagles quarterback, because he kept struggling in a home game against the LA Rams and the the fans were booing. That's so shitty to know that there's like cardboard cutouts and or nothing in the stands, and yet you still get booed. You know <laughs> like, what, though? Play better. And honestly, this is a this is a Philadelphia team. Philadelphia sports fans are fucking gnarly. Like, this is the most authentic experience we're going to give these athletes. I agree, but it would be so disparaging to hear a boo from, <laughs> like, because it's one guy. It's one guy hitting a button to say boo and it's piping in all that audio. Like the power of God is in that man's finger. I was just thinking, I was like, imagine that guy going home to his partner and his partner being like, um, so I, I know that you see me here with a suitcase, but um, you just haven't been you since this all started. And I think I think it's just better if I go to my mom's house for a couple weeks. Boo. See, I had the absolute opposite image is that that guy goes home and he's like, I've got the power of boo and I'm here to fuck tonight. Oh, Erica. (laughs) Knowing that he can boo Carson Wentz gives him like a massive erection every night. And he is like, you can't uneat a bag of dicks. (laughs) So you think that this is helping his marriage where I think it's ruining it. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, if you have any tips relating to this story and can uh, can confirm <laughs> this person's marriage, please let us know here at Trashy Trashy Podcast. Speaking of saving something, the U.S. needs saving. I have a little bit of a theme song that I was trying to come up with today for this story, but then I took a nap. Okay. So I'll just let you know how I'm workshopping it right now. Okay. It's um, Erica's a city girl by day. Oklahoma girl at night. Can you take her out of the farm? No, you can't. It's Erica's farm stories. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like I'm working on the lyrics, you know, I just knew the ending. And so I was like, I'm just going to wing it for now. But we do have, we got a farm story. Oh man. Wild hogs are out of fucking control. (laughs) 
I learned on this podcast that pigs turn into hogs if they're not neutered. And uh, so apparently the U.S. right now has an out of control population of super pigs. These are not just hogs. They are like, I mean, this is evolution and action, baby. Yeah, there's a ticking time bomb for wild hogs and billions of dollars of damage on the line. It's uh the it's being incre- it's being referred to as feral swine bomb for those who like puns out there. <laughs> and you know um, that the writer of this article went home with his massive erection and fucked the hell out of his partner that night. That I do believe. Hey, hey. Did you catch uh, the Atlantic? Yes, I did. Ooh, come give me a swine bomb. Okay, anyways. There are about 9 million feral hogs in the U.S. right now, and those numbers are ballooning and increasing, and the estimated $2.5 billion in damage they already cost the U.S., according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Like, this is a more realistic, this is more realistic than zombie mummies is that we just like hey like i can't go to the grocery store anymore did you hear that the trader joe's on hyperion has been taken over by super pigs i remember last summer during hot girl summer oh yes i remember it well 30 to 50 barrel hogs had a (laughs) moment on twitter do you remember this because of the fire festival no people were defending the uses of like ar-15s and they were like well there's 30 to 50 feral hogs in my backyard (laughs) i do remember this and people went wild with it and it became a meme because we we didn't know that it was like he wasn't lying He wasn't lying. We owe that man an apology for making him a national talking point. Oh, my God. Yeah, so apparently they can reproduce really quickly, and so it's hard to control the problem. They said to go from 1,000 to 2,000, it's not a big deal. But if you've got a million, it doesn't take too long to get to four and then eight million. And the way that it sounds like it's kind of like dogs, I guess, where you get a full, like you get a a full-blown pug, doesn't breathe good. But if you get like a puggle, which is a pug and a beagle, now it breathes better and also it's smarter because it's got that beagle in it. But if you just get a beagle, it's got hip problems. You know, so you get that puggle. The puggle's the perfect dog. I have a puggle, obviously. And so that's what these these super pigs are. They're like wild hogs mixed with like other types of wild hogs. And so now they're smarter and bigger than they've ever been. <laughs> they're turning into apex predators. <laughs> I'm fucking crazy over this what do you did you ever play rampage it was like an n60 like a fuck it was like sega or nintendo something like that rampage but it was like and they made a movie about it later like maybe like within the last 10 years which is so weird i remember the movie yeah but i never played the game is a big giant dinosaur and then there's like a gorilla and there's two other things or maybe one other thing anyone who's listening right now who knows rampage is probably like you stupid bitch but like in my head i'm just like was there a hog and if there wasn't we need to remake rampage with a hog because it seems like these things are gonna like literally like oh my god did you hear what happened in north hollywood last night a giant pig just ran through the arts district like ran through it it crushed cars and bars i grew up with pigs i grew up raising and showing them and they'll eat bone 
I'm not kidding. <laughs> what a fucking dramatic thing to say. It's <laughs> they'll eat everything. They'll eat bone. My dad don't thinks- eat your bones. My dad thinks that's what happened to Jimmy Hoffa is that they fed him to pigs. Oh, please. I don't know. It eats, they'll eat, I mean, they'll clean a corpse. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying we have a lot to be scared of in these feral hogs. <laughs> this is the scariest episode that we've ever released ever. But you know what? You can't uneat a dick, so we're in it. So according to BBC.com, another one where you're making me read the fucking news. Mm-hmm. There's a national park in Thailand. And uh, very sweet. This little British news company keeps saying rubbish. But we're going to go ahead and say trash. Can you imagine if our podcast was called Rubbish Rubbish Podcast? <laughs> That's actually what it is in England. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah they, they translate it to Rubbish Rubbish. Hello and welcome to Rubbish Rubbish, the the podcast where we talk about rubbish people and rubbish in the world. Erica, why are you rubbish today? Oh, why, Cass, I ate my, my tea without my pinky up. Oh, my goodness. I'm rubbish this week because I farted in front of uh, Winchester Castle. Please know that we are not making fun of you, dear, dear listeners. We are jealous of your class. Yeah, we are literally... I, I think that was like the best way we've ever displayed, at least me, like how stupid of an American I am. So We are jealous and we appreciate you listening. Yes. Okay. So if you leave your trash in this, uh, Thai, this Thai national park, they will fucking send that shit back to you. They will ship it to your house and remind you that you better clean up after yourself. Now... They say that if you get caught littering, you can get a fine or up to five years in jail. But if the worst that's actually going to happen is that they send a package of trash to your house, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, but the offenders have to be registered with the police at that point. So then it's like you start building a file. Oh, they start getting they start getting docs on you. And the next time that it has, like first time is a package, second time is a fine, third time you're going to jail, buddy. Yeah. And that is, I love Thailand. I love the Thai people, but the last place that I want to be is a Thai prison. Ooh, that makes sense. I, saw I don't bro- speak the language. I don't speak the language. I saw Broke Down Palace. Is that a movie? It's a. It's an old movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to be in any prison where I don't speak the language. That is like next to rabies, maybe one of my irrational fears. I think prison in general is a fear of mine as well. Totally. Totally. I just think I would fare a little bit better in like a prison where we were speaking English. Yeah, for sure. What would you, would you pick up any skills in prison? Well, I'd probably get kind of buff, just, you know, maybe basketball, start a cult for sure. Oh yeah. Cult of personality. Instant. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe find a pen pal to marry. I would try to teach the prisoners improv. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, and yes, yes. Yeah, see, I would keep that on the down low so that everyone just found me um, charming and, gosh, she's quick and witty. And it's like, well, improv is my secret, but you'll never know. Oh, this would be the only thing that I would have to offer. <laughs> so, can we get a suggestion of something that uh, will fit on this stage? A prison. Okay. Um, other than a prison, 
please? Thank you, Diane, but we've already said not a prison. Okay, Crystal, you hold a gun like this, not like this. Crystal's like, I'll show you how to fucking hold a gun. That's why I'm in here, okay? Bitch, I know how to hold a gun. (laughs) Yes, and you can hold it the way any way you want. Speaking of any way you want. Nice. According to Black Sports Online, another seemingly fake sounding website, this <laughs> sporting news and sports online offset says that Cardi B was an embarrassment to him after she dropped WAP and wanted her to tone down lyrics. So Cardi B famously filed for divorce earlier this month from Offset. They've couples been married two years. Something like that. I don't I you're more of a Cardi B person than I am. You knew who you were marrying. Also who the fuck is bitching about, like, a number one single? Like, unless you're just trying to be a dick. What is embarrassing about the fact that your wife gets wet? By you, you dickhead. Yeah, she said, let me show you how I got this ring. And now, I thought initially it was because Offset couldn't keep it in her pants, or couldn't keep it in his pants. And Did I he was cheat like- on her? He allegedly has not cheated on her. Oh. He just didn't like the music and thought it was too vulgar and that she was making, quote, thought music instead of, like, wife music. The fuck is wife music? Exactly. Michelle Williams, I think, makes wife music. Of Destiny Child? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. It's a Michelle Williams song. You know, fuck you, Offset. Go off into obscurity. Cardi B does not need you. She is very successful making her quote-unquote thought music, so. Uh, Yeah, Offset's total garbage. Like, that pisses me off. Like, I'm glad that Cardi B has culture, her daughter, and he'll always be a part of that, but... Don't try to please women like this. Yeah, shut up, dick. I just Ugh. can't believe he was embarrassed by Cardi B. I know. I'm not familiar with his music so or him. I, I really don't know a lot about these people. So I only know about American Masterpiece and 2020 Shining Star wet-ass pussy. So if that's all I know about the story, I'm saying Offset is that guy. Yeah, Offset's definitely the garbage person of this story. And I hope that he gets nothing in the settlement bye asshole so speaking of oh my god ew Uh uh-huh as we were (laughs) yeah (laughs) according to vnexpress.net oh boy these are some tough words speaking of oh my god ew which we were definitely just talking about according to vnexpress.net a vietnamese condom company was washing and reselling used condoms? Yes. So once a month, somebody would deliver thousands of used condoms for this woman. somebody. (laughs) Like, I think it's, like, important to emphasize that they don't know who this somebody is. Or they're just not saying it in the article. Ugh. So she would be delivered thousands of used condoms for her to wash, dry, and repackage for sale without the brand names. I mean, this is fucking foul. Okay, so the used condoms weighed 360 kilos in total, and they found thousands of condoms that had been packed and ready for sale without, yeah, without the brand names, which is just like, this is insanity. Insanity, insanity. Oh my God, ew. It's the most disgusting thing I think I've ever heard of. 
I don't even know what to say because it's just like, I can't even imagine. Like, that's bad for everyone involved. That is bad for the person who has to wash the condoms. That is bad. (coughs) Sorry, I just thought about having to wash condoms. I am a sexual being, but I cannot wash used condoms. Then for the new person putting on the condom, that's gross. For the person receiving said used condom in them, in within them. Oh God. Where do you get the used condoms to begin with? That's what I'm saying. When it said, when I just like read that it was just like, quote unquote, somebody, I was like, yeah, like who the fuck who the fuck is finding these? Who's getting them? I don't know the process of the gathering. I don't know why that they were reselling them instead of just manufacturing new ones. Like, it couldn't have been that much more expensive. Like, you've got to pay somebody in every step of the process. <laughs> just make a condom factory. Just, yeah, build a condom factory. And, like, there's no way that these were effective. Or maybe they were. I I uh, can't. I mean, I guess I'd like to see the the statistics on that. Yeah, I'm sure somebody in that in that loophole was keeping statistics on it. <laughs> I'm sure the numbers tell a different story. Like, we should uh, we should do an internal investigation and see if this actually works. What do you think? Oh my god. I'm just grossed yeah. out overall by this whole story. Here's a weird question you might not want to answer but like you know we've been talking about how you can't uneat dicks this whole episode i remember growing up and being in sex ed and them recommending that you put a condom on before giving a blowjob uh-huh and then i assume that that is why there are such thing as flavored condoms oh and i never I, put it together would you think that your can your vagina taste them yes that's what i thought or it's like, or you like, you have the sex with the strawberry flavored condom, and then when they go down there, it tastes like. Stra- the point is, is, I've never, I've never sucked a dick with a condom on it. Same. <laughs> I, not only that, but I think that I am at an age where if a man was like, "Hold on, let me put a condom first, I would be insulted. I would be like, "Excuse, not like for blowjobs, not for sex. Condoms are great for sex. Use them." But like, if someone was like, "Hold on." Before you before you do this wonderful thing that you're about to do that I don't deserve, I'd like to put on a condom. Is that okay? I would be like, I'm going to be calling a lift now. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't uneat a dick. You can't uneat a dick and you don't want that on your tallies. Mm-mm, no, my, my tally record has taken enough hits. It's not taking another one. Okay, so we had another story, but it got deleted by the source overnight. Oh, my God. So according to ca.news.yahoo.com, Russian scientist claims to have battled a sea, key, sea creature underneath the ice in Antarctica. But again, the article has disappeared from the internet overnight. Oh my god, yeah, because there's still like a thumbnail. It says, a defecting Russian scientist has surfaced with a mind-bending account of what really occurred, dot, dot, dot. And then when you click on the link, nothing. It's a dead link. O-M-G. Conspiracy time. Conspiracy time. Can this world get any worse? There's creatures underneath the ice. Dude, I don't fuck with the ocean, honestly. We don't some, know enough about it. Yeah. And you know what? If you're a flat earther, we discussed this. Is Antarctica even real to a flat earther? I think it's the edge of the ice wall. 
Okay, oh God, the ice wall, of course. But it's like way to make it even sound more fake that like there's sea creatures in the ice. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have read the whole article before it disappeared because now, I mean, I was like mildly interested last night, but now I'm like full-blown interested that the fact that the story's been deleted. Yeah. I want to know what they're not telling us. What are you hiding? Have you tried to Google it? I tried to Google it and it showed some older stories, but nothing from 2020. Russian scientist Antarctica. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I do not know how to spell Antarctica. Antarctica? Yeah. Russian scientist Antarctica? I think you're doing it. Antarctica kind of sounds like Erica. Did you know that? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Google won't even work. How high does this go? How high does this goes all the way to the top, Cass? Holy crap. You know what? Clearly it's gonna it's gonna rocket me into another dimension and I'm not trying to fucking live that uh groundhog day life we need where every day grab our computers immediately. Yeah, every day for like the rest of my life at three thirty I Google that and then I <laughs> and then my day starts over again. Oh my god. It's yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Well, with such a mystery, it seems uh, only natural that we get into our dumpster fire of the week. According to page6.com, Alyssa Milano, certified actress, Beverly Hills 90210 actress, certified Dodger fan, certified idiot mask wearer did you see that picture that she posted on twitter with her and her family wearing the mask when hers was like made of lace or some shit oh what an idiot yeah so um she called the cops to come to her house over someone who was well she didn't know but she called the cops on a, on a gunman essentially the police showed up and canine unit police helicopter or the whole fucking nine showed up and it turns out oh she was uncharmed she wasn't on beverly hills dental 210 no, she was uncharmed. Oh, God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm ruining the fucking dumpster fire with my idiotness. Cass, we'll, <sighs> we'll unpack this later. Okay, okay, okay. They found out that the gunman was just some asshole shooting squirrels with an air gun. But she is a uh, vocal defund the police advocate. You know what? Just because you think that we should defund the police doesn't mean that you shouldn't be allowed to call them because you think a fucking gunman is in your backyard. I 100% agree. And it was her husband that actually called 911 to begin with. So she's kind of getting lumped in because she's the face of the marriage. But defund the police does not mean like take the police away completely. Yeah, no, she made she made a statement that said, you know, that this is I I think that this is what the police should respond to and then, you know, allocate their funds in order to let other people besides the police come to nonviolent crimes. Yeah. Such as mental health and homeless people and all those types of things. I get it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like whether, however you feel about defunding the police or whatever, and this is the problem because we, I asked Erica why this should be the dumpster fire and what was your, what was your reasoning? I think that the reporting on the story itself is garbage, not the fact that she called the police or the fact that the police appropriately responded. I agree. I think page six, we like them at Trashy Trashy Podcast because they have a lot of trashy stories. But in this scenario, it's kind of like, what's the fucking point that you're trying to make? Or are you just trying to be 
like assholes. Because if someone, whether they're whether they're shooting an air gun at squirrels or not, some guy with a gun is walking through your in the in the woods in your backyard, dressed in all black. What are and you you're supposed to famous? think? Famous. Even if you're not famous, what are you supposed to think exactly? So, oh, her husband. Did you mention that he was a talent agent? I did not. He's a talent agent. Dave Dave Bulgari or Buglieri. Um, I don't know who he works for. Probably some fucking big one. You know, one of the one of those big ones. Dave, give us a call. We're available for representation. Yeah, we sure are. Oh, he's at CAA. Yeah, we are available. I I mean it took a roughly one of three hours of the police being there for the culprit to for it to be determined that the culprit was just shooting air guns at squirrels. Did they find him or they just were like, no, nah, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a little unfair or unclear, but it says they concluded that the culprit was just shooting an air gun at squirrels. So I don't know if they actually found them or if they just let it be known that this is what happened. No charges were filed. Yeah, great. I'm glad that Alyssa Milano is okay. I'm glad that someone who is very much on defund the police's, you know, radar. I I, I think that her statement is uh, helpful. And I think page six, you are trash. You are the dumpster fire. You are the dumpster fire. Nice. We got him. We got him. (laughs) We roasted page six. Fucking more like page five. (laughs) What are you hoarding this week? I am hoarding one of the greatest reality television shows of all time. The great British Bake Off is back. (gasps) Ooh, I didn't know that it was back. Yep. Episodes drop. We've got Netflix. Uh Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. We've got a new season. We're back in the tent. Who's the host this time? Matt. Oh, good. You know what? It just escaped me, their names. So I'm just going to act like you didn't ask me who the hosts were. But it's Noah Fielding and Matt. Oh, well. Oh, this asshole. He's from Bridesmaids. Yes. And from Little Britain, the sketch show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Mm -hmm. Great. So we have two male, huh? Two male hosts, yeah. And Mary Berry is out. She's been out. She was out for a while, hasn't she? I guess so. But I, I don't like to think of those days. So who's who did who replaced her then? I don't remember their names. <laughs> okay, do you watch this show? I watched a little bit of it last night before I went to bed. Do you know who Paul Hollywood is? Yes, I know who the White Walker Paul Hollywood is. Okay, so the the new person who replaced Mary Berry is named Prue Leith. Um, oh, Prue, I love Prue. Yes, the current hosts are Noah Fielding and Matt Lucas, as you said. Matt Lucas replaced Sandy. Toxfig, Toxfig, whatever. I love this show and I'm glad that you brought it up. My favorite thing has always been to guess who Paul Hollywood is having sex with. I'm not trying to be like a dick because I'm sure Paul Hollywood isn't a perfectly normal person, but like he just, oh, I shouldn't say this. This is probably like not good, but it'll make sense when you hear what I'm hoarding. But I'm like, how Paul Hollywood hasn't been me too'd yet, considering just his general demeanor. It's just shocking to me. But I'm also like, why would I think that? But it again, when we talk about what I'm hoarding, it'll make sense. All right, Cass, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding the morning show on Apple TV Plus. Oh, Apple Plus, whatever. I've heard that's good. It's awesome. And I didn't know anything about what it was about. I just knew it was like, oh, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Girl, Reese Witherspoon. Done. So I watched the Emmys and one of the uh, the best supporting actor Emmy went to someone on the morning show and I was like, man, I really need to just fucking watch that. I, uh, I just haven't activated my Apple TV plus because like it's just another fucking streaming service. But turns out I get it free for a year because I bought a new Mac. So 
Now I know that. It's good, Erica. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, and the reason that I bring it up when I when I say how Paul Hollywood hasn't been me tooed is because Paul Hollywood's essence is very similar to the character that Steve Carell plays, and uh, Steve Carell plays a character who does get me tooed, and so that's I think why it's why that connection's being made in my head is because again I always watch British Bake Off and go Paul Hollywood's probably fucking that one. Like I don't know what <laughs> again I am. I'm fucking sh- a trash person. So this should come to no surprise. But yeah, I started watching the show and now I'm like, ooh, like those the those thoughts that I have are are dark thoughts. And yeah, the morning show is great. Uh, like every episode, so much happens, mm-hmm. which I like. It is very, very easily bingeable. It's a little bit predictable, but again, I think it's just a great, 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 great show. Highly recommend. Awesome. Yes. And where can people find you, Cass? You can find me at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. on the Smodco Network on the Nooner Podcast. And that also gets potted on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever the fuck you get podcasts. If you listen to the one that will be dropping any day now, you will hear not only me, but my lovely co-host Erica Curry. Ooh, joined us on I Nooner had, Podcast. I had so much fun. Yeah, yeah. She was awesome. Um, and everyone at Nooner is obsessed with Erica and doesn't care for me. So um, <laughs> you'll be able to hear all about that. Where do they find you, Erica? I am at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram. You can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can leave us a review if you would. It really helps the show grow, helps us get more listeners, and helps us get sponsors. So we appreciate all of the lovely words that you've had to say so far. Thank you so much to everyone who listens. Thank you to all our future listeners who, you know, your friend just said, hey, I listen to this podcast. You should listen to it too. God, where am I going with this? I'll stick this landing. Uh, yeah, you can't uh, uneat a dick. Can't uneat a dick. Erica. Yes, Cass. <laughs> you stay garbage. No, you stay garbage. Ugh, I love it. Bye. Bye.